Welcome, everyone, to show, I think this is show number 19, isn't it, Jameson? You know, I think so. I, 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 you know, there was early on, I was kind of excited to get to the point in the podcast where I would kind of lose track of what show we're on because we'd done so many. And guess what? Here we are. I just lost track. Yeah. Wow. That's a big thing. That's a big step in a, the life of a podcast. <laughs> so uh, you've got a treat. You've got a treat for us today, right? What, what's uh, what's going on? Yeah. What do you so, got? Um, uh, so. Um, there's this, there was this, there was a, a showing of Lost Boys in Miami, Florida, um, that if you guys have been on Twitter, you've seen this sort of banter back and not banter, but you know, uh, exchange back and forth about it. Um, they asked me to do a Skype interview after the showing and which I love doing. I I've done one of these before and it's like from the privacy of my own house, I can, you know, just do a, as if I showed up and did a, a curtain speech after the movie. So it was really, it was really cool to do those things. And, um, and I was like, you know what, while we're at, if it, if it's Skype, I have the ability to record a Skype call. Uh, so why don't I record it? And then we have that be the podcast. Why not? I think that's a cool idea. Um, right. Other guy, you think that's a cool idea? I think it's great. You brought the tape. Uh, we'll load it up and we'll play it for the nice people. <laughs> the very, very nice people. Um, before we do, let me just say, um, I'm, uh, the uh, our New Year's Eve episode was kind of non-traditional. It was just me, but it's nice to be back in the, in the studio with the other guy, uh, other guy. Right? I mean, we don't get too much time because this is this non-traditional thing where we're playing the the interview. But it's nice to get a little bit right, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's good to be back in the studio with you, bro. Yeah, it doesn't. You don't sound convinced. Like you sound like a little hes- hesitant about that. Well, I'm just reading from the script you wrote for me. Okay, good, good, good. Well, you know, give it a little. No, I'm kidding. Um, so anyway, so without further ado, um, this is uh, about 15, 20 minutes, so let's we'll get right to it so we don't have too long a show. Uh, guys, enjoy, and uh, next week we'll have uh, another episode, or next show in two weeks, we'll have a, another episode of Clive Bean Into the Shadows. Great. All right. Bye, everybody. And we just wanted to like jumpstart the year with, with uh, The Lost Boys. Yeah, that's, and- the, that's the beauty of it is you guys kind of kicked it off. This is great. Yeah, it's uh, we we had sold out the first uh, first screening uh, three weeks early, and we did an encore for tomorrow, which sold out. Um, people love this film; it, it resonates with so many. I mean, they just want to come back. It's like it's like they were eagerly anticipating it to come back to the theaters. We did we didn't really even have to promote it; people just wanted to come. Why do you think the film, as being part of the film, resonates with so many? Right. This is always that classic question of like. Um... You know, why does it, how does it, uh, how does it remain? You know, like, how does it, what do they call that? Uh, it holds up, right? It has, le- it, 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 like it, hold, it stands the test of time. It has legs, it has, it has wings, it has bat wings. It has bat wings. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, uh, you know, I've, I've had to answer this question a lot, or I, I've gotten to answer this question a lot. And uh, I think, the, I think it's the sexiness. I think that's what it is. Don't you think? I mean, it's, no, it's a very sexy. I mean, not not just the the everyone involved in the film, but it's it's a beautifully shot movie. Schumacher did an amazing right. job in the cinematography, but the soundtrack as well. 
Right. That's right. Yeah. You know, so it's like about 10 years ago, we all started doing these um, conventions. I don't know if you guys have ever been to like a horror convention, um, but it's a pretty cool thing. And we start we started doing these things. And G. Tom Mack, who does, you know, who did Cry Little Sister, uh, he he came to the he started to come to these things. And I heard all about how that, you know, the song became part of the movie and everything. So. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. That the sexiness of the song, the sexiness, you got to admit the, I mean, I'm not even saying us. I mean, because sure, we were sexy. I mean, I get it, you know. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, Jason Patrick and, you know, uh, the the Lost Boys, you know, uh, Billy and Brooke, you know, and Kiefer and Alex, you know what I mean? These guys were, you know, uh, sexy. I mean, you know, I... I mean, you know, Jamie Gertz too, you know, I mean, from, you know, for me, for my money, but <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I think it is. I don't know. I mean, I, I have different answers at different times, but I think right now that's what I'm feeling is that it's the sexiness. I mean, what do you, what do you think? Oh, it, it's definitely sexy. You guys think it's sexy? <laughs> I, and I agree about Jamie Gertz. Um, I actually just saw her recently. Um, really? I well, not in person. Oh, okay. But, I, but I've, I've been binge watching this new show, This Is Us. Anyone see that show? Yeah, she's, I know that she's show. Actually it. She's actually in it. Um, she plays like the boss of uh, one of the, the twins. And yeah, she's still beautiful. Yeah, she uh, in the latest episode, she went to work for, for one of the twins. But anyways, <laughs> uh, but um. So you you uh, you met Corey Haim, Corey Feldman. Uh, did you meet them first on the set for The Lost Boys? Did you know them beforehand? Uh, so Corey Feldman and I uh, sort of auditioned together. Um, he he was. I mean, I didn't realize. You know, I didn't realize at the time that there were like stars, and you know that stars get different treatment and stuff. We we both went in to audition together, and um, he got it right away because you know because they were expecting that he was going to get it. Um, and then they kind of looked at a lot of different people, but I, I got to read with Corey Feldman and that was awesome. And then I didn't meet Corey Haim until the set. And, you know, I was a huge fan of Lucas when I saw Lucas, right? Great movie. And Winona Ryder was absolutely amazing in that film too. Yeah, that's right. I forget Winona Ryder was in that. That was her bust out, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so when I, when I was hanging with Corey Haim, I mean, I remember this really well is we were all hanging in the hotel rooms, you know, offset and everything. And I was like, this is Corey Haim. <laughs> you know, it was amazing to me that I was working with him because I just thought he was so great. I didn't know Corey Feldman as well. I mean, I saw Goonies, but I didn't connect it quite as much. You know, I mean, I like I don't mean I didn't connect to the movie. I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't quite know he, it was him or something like that for a little while. Well, he, he, I mean, he looks a little older in this film. Even though Goonies was just a couple years uh, prior, he, he does look like he right. aged a bit right. since It was then. a big couple years. I mean, you know, from like 13 to 15. Yeah. It's, uh, what, um, what is your fondest memory about working on, on The Lost Boys? Um, okay. Tough question because I, I've asked, been asked that question a lot and there's all kinds of things and – so I'll just say the thing that just came to the top of my head, which is that there was a period of time where we were all, um, so it was like we shot up in Santa Cruz for about uh, three or four weeks, um, or maybe it was longer, but it was for a little while. And then we came back and they 
rebuilt some of the set on a, a soundstage uh, in Warner Brothers. And so we had a little bit of a break, but then um, we came back uh, to the set, you know, to, to the Warner Brothers lot. And there were there was like three or four months where we were hanging out on the set. And, and that's where we shot, you know, the cave and a lot of the stuff with Grandpa's house and a lot of, you know, all, a lot of the interiors and some of the kind of pseudo exteriors. And um, that's that period of time was really magical because we just week after week, I would just hang out with these guys and they're, they're great guys, you know. Um, and so we would they had this foosball table on the set to, to just to keep us entertained, you know, while we weren't shooting. And I think that's probably my my fondest memory is is just hanging with the guys, you know, week after week. I actually heard this story, and I don't know if it's true. Um, I heard, uh, and I can't remember where I heard it, but what you guys were uh, obviously the younger actors on the set. Right. And I heard that you guys always wanted to hang out with the older actors, Keeper and all the vampires, and they pretty much were like, nah, kids, go back to your, you know. Uh, was, was that true? Is that, is that kind of, because that's what I heard, but I wasn't sure if it was true or not. Yeah, I mean, there is some truth in that, that like, I mean, I feel like maybe I'm making a bigger deal about that. I, I tend to talk about that because those guys were so cool. For me, the 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 Lost Boys, like Billy. By the way, I was just talking to Billy. I was telling him I was going to do this, Billy Worth, and he said to say hello to everybody. So hello. <laughs> I was like, you should come by. You should come by my house and you know do this with me. And he wanted to, but it got too crazy. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, so there was this, there was a divide definitely where there were these, the, the cool older guys and they, they were cool. I mean, Billy and Brooke, uh, Billy and Brooke, I, especially they were legit. Like these guys were legit eighties, like rocker types. So they weren't really rockers, but rocker types. Yeah. And so we really wanted to hang out. I really wanted to be as cool as them. I mean, I don't know that I ever thought that I could hang out with him. Haim actually hung out with them and um, he kind of bridged the gap, you know, between the two, uh, between the two groups. But um, so, yeah, I think there, there was a little bit of that. And, and you know, and then, and then when we started doing conventions, you know, in the last 10 years and I got to know Brooke and I got to know Billy and I felt really cool for a while. And then I was like, okay, now we're just adults and now it's, I'm not that cool to hang out with them. But <laughs> there's, there's a few other things I want to bring up, but I also want to give the audience a, a chance to ask you some questions. Totally. So who has, who has a question? Uh, all right, come on down, come on down. Uh, people get shy. <laughs> totally, I understand. I get shy too. <laughs> What's your name? My name is Joan. Joan, I'm What a pleasure. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Okay, stand up. You're looking up there, and I'm looking down here, but really, you you guys are right there. That's where the camera is. I actually have two questions. Sure. Was this the first movie that you had worked in? Should I answer that first or should I wait for both questions? And then the second one, what was it like when you're actually sitting there in the theater and you see yourself, you know, on the big screen and you were one of the best characters of the movie? That's you know, nice. you were really great. So I just wanted to know, like, what you thought of. Did you sit there and think, oh, my God, that's me? 
Oh my God, I worked with Joel Schumacher. Oh my God, that's me. <laughs> what yes. was going on at the time? Some very good questions. Yes. Okay. So, first of all, um, it wasn't my first thing that I ever did, but it was by far the biggest thing uh, that I did, and the but the biggest thing I've you know done to date, you know, um, and so it was a big deal for me to be in this to be in that movie. So that that kind of answers the first question, right? I mean. Um, it was, it wasn't my first thing, but it was a big deal. It was my first really big thing. Um, and then the sitting in the theater. Okay. I don't know if any of you are actors or anything like that, but to, to be, to be sitting in the theater and they'll be looking up and seeing me with my head, you know, giant on the screen. I was like, this is crazy. I mean, (laughs) you know. It was great. It was it was pretty amazing feeling, and it was amazing. Like you said, like working with Joel Schumacher. I mean, it was a it was a special experience for me. I mean, the, the, to to be involved, you know, for this to be this movie that I did, and and I wasn't an industry kid. You know, I I kind of came, I was a, kind of a bit of a regular kid who started auditioning and stuff. So it was a it was a really a big deal for me, and to be involved in this production where just everybody was so great and not only were they so super chill and super cool but what we were making there was something special about it we could tell there was something special about it and then to to watch it and be like yeah we we were right there was something like that this isn't just how every movie is you know so kind of a roundabout way of answering it but right I got I hit it all Thank you very much, and I also want to thank you because I introduced my daughter, who's 15, nice. to see this movie like about a year ago, and she loved it. So thank you very much, you know, and opening the eyes to another generation to such a great movie. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Well, first of all, I also want to thank you for saying that I was the best character. I forgot to say that. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Sure. And what's your name, sir? Tim Underwood. Tim Underwood? Yeah. Right, here you go. Just uh, stand up a little closer. Uh, okay, I was super psyched to buy these tickets uh, for me on purpose. It was a great show. I'm, I love seeing this movie. I've been watching this since I was like, I don't know, 10 years old or something. Uh, I forget the exact age, but I love it. But um, okay, I know nobody likes sequels, but at some point they had number two. There was the, the, the funny like uh, cliffhanger at the end. I think we're ever going to get number three. Just to like sort of tie together. Is it already out? <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Yeah. In the third. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, number three. Yeah. So is that your question? Was there, is there a number three? Yeah, no, I, no. I mean, I guess I don't watch the film scenes enough. I, I was really hoping for three. The second one was hilarious. Your wishes have been answered. You know. All right. All right. Cool. Sorry. Already answered. No, no, not at all. I mean, no, no. I, what I want to say about that is that, um, you know, sequels, obviously, you know, we, we wanted there to be a sequel right away. Obviously, you know, I'm, I mean, I wanted there to be a sequel right away and they were talking about it right away. I mean, I would, I, I remember having like, Joel would, would be like, we're going to do it. We're going to do a sequel. And I was like, let's do it. You know? And, and he's like, we're going to get it back. You know, we're going to get the Frog Brothers back and Corey Haim. And I was like, let's do it. You know, let's let's do it. And that was like just a couple of years after the movie. And it never happened, alas. And it would have been, I think, great if they did it at the time. Uh, but the sequel, you know, they, they had two. And it was it was good. I mean, I enjoyed it. I think the people involved were really good. I think that it was a bit disappointing, right, that it didn't have 
the other characters, you know, the characters you're used to. So that was a bit of a bummer, I think, for the fans. And then by the time we got to, they got to three, they wanted to bring some other characters back. And so, you know, we lobbied hard to have them bring back the Frog Brothers. I don't know if people have seen it, but the Frog Brothers do come back in Lost Boys 3. Uh, it's called The Thirst, by the way. Lost Boys, The Thirst. And um, we do fight together. We fight side by side. There's some twists in there. There's a little bit of uh, one of us becomes a, a vampire. I'm not going to give away who, but um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, so you should see it. It's it's you know again it, it's not going to be as fulfilling as the first one in my opinion. First one's always the best, right? But you should see it. There's some good stuff. Thank you so much. Definitely, definitely. Good to meet you. What's your, what's your name? Erica. All right, we have Erica here. Hi. Uh, first of all, straight up, yes, best character, no doubt. Thank you. Thank you. very genuine. I want to know, actually, in regards to being on the set, um, yeah, who hooked up with who? Uh, <laughs> I just want to know about the hookups. Um, you know what? I am not sure... If there were any hookups, actually, um, and I'm not just saying that to like protect uh, identities and stuff. I always had thought that because Jason and Jamie were so, um, they were really affectionate with each other and they were like really flirty a lot that I was always just kind of assuming that they were hooking up, but I don't even think they were. I think it was, there were some, you know what? There were some hookups. There was, uh, early in the shoot up in Santa Cruz, um, but it was like side characters. Like there, were, there was this whole plot of of the the guys that the Lost Boys fought. They were called the Surf Nazis, actually. Um, but they they were mostly cut out of the movie. Those guys hooked up a lot, actually. <laughs> Those guys hooked up a lot with a lot of the local women. But I think that's it. I I, I wish it was more exciting than that. Uh, unless there's something I'm forgetting. Does it? Did anybody hear any stories uh, that? Not me. I haven't heard anything. A one quick follow-up. Sure. Uh, were Jason Patrick and Kiefer Sutherland as close as everybody said they were on that set in that movie? It's a good and I asked because of the follow-up, obviously, with Julia Roberts. Right. I remember all that happening. And um, so this is my perspective. I I didn't see Kiefer that much on the set. Like I only had that one. There's really only one moment with with Kiefer that I have where he grabs. Hame's foot, I think his foot, and then he pull, you know, we pull it into the sun, and it burns, and um, and so I I didn't really get to know Kiefer that much, and and I, when I talked to, they're doing a book, by the way, this guy uh, Paul uh, Davis is uh, doing a book on Lost Boys that's coming out this year. By the way, you should all know about it because it's uh, he's gotten all of us to talk to him, and he's a very thorough guy. So, um. When I talked to him, what he said, because he had talked to Schumacher, he said that that was part of Joel's plan, in a way, is to keep the Lost Boys and the Frog Brothers separate, so that we would have, you know, and, and then to keep the, the Frog Brothers and Haim hanging out, which we did, we hung out a lot, and I just thought we were doing that because we liked each other, but I think that was part of Joel's plan, you know, and, and you know, directors do that, they they have, you know, so that your off-screen time, you're building, you know, uh, character together and stuff you know chemistry so 
Um, I didn't really, so that's a long way of saying I didn't really get to know Kiefer that much. And I did hang out with Jason a lot. I didn't see them like being close or anything on the set. So I can't speak to that, but, um, is that, were they supposedly close at the time? Uh, I, I, I have heard that they were friends. That being said, thank you for your candor. And sure. I have to say, Joel Schumacher was absolutely right. You guys really came together and it was brilliant. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And here you go with the Lost Boys hey. shirt. What's your name? Hey, Desiree. Desiree, we got Desiree here. Hi. Hi, Desiree. Thank you so much for being here, first of all. Totally. And uh, also, did you know when you read the script that Grandpa would have the best lines and be like the fan favorite of the entire film? You know, uh, I I didn't know that because, you know, <laughs> I thought I read the script. You know, I re I remember reading the script, and I was like Mr. Actorman at the time. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm reading the script, but I mi I I missed a lot and. <laughs> I totally missed the grandpa character. Maybe it was just because on, on the page it wasn't that big a deal, but yeah, they really did make that into such a cool character. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that he was gonna have like that great line at the end and you know. Great. Right, right? He was my favorite. Yeah. Uh, I just I appreciate you, but I appreciate him as well. Totally. So, totally. <laughs> thank you both very much. My pleasure. <laughs> Hey, young man. What's your name? Julian. How old are you, Julian? Fourteen. Is this your first time seeing the movie? Yeah. Awesome. All right. A new fan. Hello. Hello. Julian, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. My question is, I'm guessing um, since you were young when you were filming the movie, how was it having to go to school and all while having to film the movie? Oh, that's a good question, actually. Yeah. So um, I don't know how it is in Florida, but in, in California, there are some very, very strict laws about um, uh, going to school and, you know, kids not missing out on school while we're on the set. So we had a tutor uh, on the set, and I think I was probably the only one who was taking school all that seriously. <laughs> actually. <laughs> and so like the other kids would do it like, uh, you know, Heyman Feldman and, uh, chance also, he had to go to school. They would do it, but I was really like studying for, for finals. I had finals coming up and, and stuff. Cause it was, we were shooting it into the summer. So I, you know, and it was hard. It was hard. We, we had to go to school like three hours a day, I think, uh, when we were on set. So, yeah, it was hard juggling it all. And then, oh, also another thing is I was off for a week. So when my finals were, I was off for the entire week on the shoot without anybody knowing it. I like flew back to LA <laughs> to to take my finals and I got back and they were like, where did you go? And why did you tell us? And they were kind of mad at me. <laughs> right, that's my question. Stay in school. Yeah, I don't know. I'm supposed to give so, like that. Yeah. So you had you had said before that the Lost Boys was the biggest thing you did to date. Um, yeah. You know that that's definitely true. But the following year, you actually were in one of my favorite horror, another favorite horror film from the '80s, the hugely underrated remake of The Blob. Totally, I'm glad I'm glad you say underrated. I totally agree. I thought it was a cool movie. I, and I I, re, I recently picked up the Twilight Time uh, release of it. Uh -huh. I'm just a big mm -hmm. fan of it. Um and uh, your death scene is actually one of my favorites in the film. 
You know, how many of you have seen The Blob? Yeah. When uh, I remember being freaked out completely when you're putting your hand down the girl's chest, uh, down her dress, and then the whole body sucks in. I mean, that was. That, you sure that was me? I think you're confusing actually, no. two characters. I actually just confused you with uh, someone else. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I realized it as I said it. I just confused you. That's actually one of my uh, one of my favorite scenes from the film. But I just think it's an amazing movie. Well, okay, it's interesting that you should say that, by the way, because that's the part I auditioned for. So you might have been seeing a different quantum reality. You know, you might have been. I, I I remember seeing you in a jock jacket, like a like a, a varsity jacket. Yeah, and yeah. I remember, and I remember he was a jock, and that's why I think I got it confused. Yeah, that unfortunately that wasn't me, but that that was a much better part. And I was gonna play it off, you know, but I then I would get caught, and I'd be like, you know. But but I agree that it's an underrated movie. The thing about the Blob is that so when I was uh, so I finished Lost Boys, and I was like, oh right, you know, I'm I finished Lost Boys, and there's gonna be the par- parts are gonna be rolling in, you know, and. Um, and they didn't roll in, you know, I, I was still auditioning and I, I was like, I'm not going to have to audition anymore. They're just going to offer me parts. And, you know, that didn't happen, <laughs> you know, but with the blob, um, I went in and the, the director, um, what's that guy's name again? Uh, uh I actually forgot. I know. I, I can't believe I forgot. I worked with the guy. Anybody yeah. know? Does anyone know the director of the remake of the blob? He directed some Elm Streets also. Chuck Russell. Chuck Russell. Yes, Chuck Russell. Give that guy a dollar. Or give that guy a, a box of uh, milk duds or something like that, you know. <laughs> so, so, no, so what, what was your experience with the blob coming after? Uh... Right. So, um, so I, I met with him and it was, it was really good. And I was like, you know, it wasn't that big a part. And I was like, ah, I'm just going to do this little part as I'm waiting for all those big parts to roll in and. It ended up being like the only other horror movie I did, you know, or the only other, you know, movie I did at the time. So it was that was, you know, disappointing. And at the same time, it was it's a shame to to link that disappointment to the blob since I was actually cast in the blob. So, you know, it's Hollywood. It, it plays tricks on your mind, you know. <laughs> so so we didn't tell the audience that you've been recording this Q&A for your podcast which now right. I feel really bad since I made that stupid mistake. So that's going to be online for people to see. But can you tell the audience a little bit about your podcast? Yeah, so, okay, so, uh, you know, I wish I could say that it's this, like, extremely successful podcast, but really what's all that's going on is that at uh, some point last year, I mean, and I'd been thinking about it for a little while, I was thinking, you know, I'm going to these conventions from time to time and the 30th anniversary is coming up and, um, you know, I, I'm, lo- I'm launching, uh, you know, what I'm calling Jameson's, um, <laughs> which is like my, my renaissance, um, because, you know, I, I, you know, after Lost Boys, I was, I was trying to act and I, I went to New York and I was trying to do theater and I was, you know, and then I was trying to do other movies and things like that. And, you know, it wasn't really happening, uh, you know, and I started writing and I started this and that. I started a family. I have two amazing boys. Um, and so now I'm at a different place in my life. I'm, I'm in my 40s now. And um, there's, there's a lot more parts for people in their 40s than there were for people in their 20s and 30s. And, you know, there's cops and lawyers and all this kind of stuff. And so I was like, let me make a new push here. I, I you know, I've been writing for, you know, uh, 15, 20 years. It's how I make a living. And, um, 
and I still make a living that way. I love to write, but I was like, let's let's make a new push. Let's make a new push for acting. And so I've been doing that for the past sort of couple of years. I was in a movie called Bone Tomahawk. Uh, I don't know if you guys know that well, movie. That, that was uh, we did the Florida premiere, the East Coast premiere for our film festival. Right, right. Yes, and uh, um, Bone Tomahawk with uh, Kurt Russell. It's an amazing horror western. And you delivered actually my favorite line in the movie. I appreciate that. There, how do you spell <laughs> troglodytes? Like a sign for troglodytes, you know, and he didn't know how to spell troglodytes. Right. That line stood out for me. Um, Yeah. Movie, it's on Netflix if you haven't seen it. Yeah, check it out. It's a cool movie. The 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 writer director is a really talented dude. Is an old friend of mine. The writer director is from Miami. Yeah, that's right. As Craig Zoller, great guy. Um, so. So this is the long, a long way of saying that I, um, I started being like, okay, if I'm going to do this Jameson, so if I'm going to have my comeback, you know, I'm going to need a vehicle for that. So I started this, this podcast and, <laughs> with this friend of mine, and he, he thought it would be funny to call it the Jameson Newlander and some other guy show, you know, because <laughs> like, nobody cares about who he is, which is not true. He's, he's a great guy. But so, so that's it. So, so. Uh, I started this podcast and we're still getting started. We're kind of feeling out, you know, it's like uh, you can't have an entire podcast based on publicizing, uh, you know, upcoming movies when there are like a, a movie here and a movie there. You know, I have some movies coming out, but um, so. One with Diane Franklin, uh, from what you told me. Yeah, that's right. Diane Franklin and um, Shelley Regner uh, is, we, we're all in this movie called uh, Waking Nightmare. It's a horror movie. It's a, it's small. It's, it's a, it's an indie but um, I think it's really good, and I think it has some legs. Didn't you use that term? Has legs? Yeah, yeah, has legs. So, um, so that's that's the story of the podcast, and we're still kind of finding it. We're also doing a little bit of a, um, there's a horror noir drama that we're doing throughout it, and we're doing some interviews. You know, still finding it, but this uh, this whole thing is going to be on there as well, if that's okay with everybody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we we want to. We want to thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us tonight. It means so much. Um, and we, we have a feeling that you're going to have a great year ahead of you with, with the whole thank resurgence you. of the Lost Boys. And it's going to lead into so many amazing things. So just we want we hope you have a great 2017. Thanks. And, Thanks. and just wish you all the best. And thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Happy to be here. You guys, I love you. I, I'm so happy that people are still coming out for this movie. And, and we'll reach back out to you next year for the blob. 30, 30 years next yeah, year. Yeah, I love it. I love it. One last thing, one last thing. Check it out. I'm wearing my, my last book. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs>